This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show. Live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moors, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mo with an attitude. And by High V. The world's best tailgating begins at High V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Quinlan. Before we get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, just a quick reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Festo in the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30 leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Danon Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now let's get you into the Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Yeah, bring it. It's playoff time. <laughs> we got a sellout crowd tonight. We're in Shawnee. <laughs> we we got it going on tonight uh, at the Hy-Vee and Shawnee at Shawnee Mission Parkway and Flum. We've got a sellout crowd going all the way back to the vegetables, baby. It is on tonight, and we've got a lot to get red and get real and get rowdy about. Such a wonderful crew here tonight. Queen Esther's here tonight. The Armenian Embassy is here. Uh, we have got also the Geeks are here tonight. The Red Coaters are here in full force. Love it when my brother comes. The Mark Bullrichter fan club still lives with his 85 jersey. Fake Andy Reid is here tonight. It's a big night when you know when fake Andy Reid is here. So it's pretty awesome. We even have the band director here from Maranatha Christian Academy. It's like a Laker game. All these celebs show up. Uh, we got Nick Lowry, lookalike kind of guy back there. All the way from Harlem, New York, Clarence Baker's here tonight, along with Gwen, uh, our Chiefs fans in Harlem, New York. But so many folks are here. Hey, Paula, uh, it's great to see everybody here. All right, we got a lot to celebrate this just in. Chiefs 31, Raiders 13. That gives the Kansas City Chiefs the one seed in the AFC playoffs. That is huge. All right, let me just run through some things here because there's a lot to celebrate this about this team right now. 
Matt McMullen and I are going to do a podcast later this week calling, what did we just see here? What just happened here? Uh, let me just go through these marks. This team won 14 regular season games. That tied for the most in franchise history. That is huge. 12-plus wins now, five consecutive seasons. That's the third longest streak in National Football League history. That is huge. Eight straight playoff appearances, the third longest streak in NFL history. That's huge. Seven straight AFC West titles, tied for second most in NFL history. That is huge. An undefeated division record, third time in the past seven seasons in the AFC West. That is huge. Six tw- since 2016, the Kansas City Chiefs, your Kansas City Chiefs, are 37-5 and against the AFC West. That's huge. And fake Andy Reid's here tonight. Andy Reid in rematch games is 24-5 and since 2016. So well done, Coach. Well done. Now, we're going to get it. Patrick Mahomes set an all-time National Football League record, 5,614 total yards, best ever in any single season in National Football League history. That is huge. Here's my favorite record, though, about Patrick Mahomes, and people haven't talked about this one. He threw touchdown passes to tight ends 16 times. He threw touchdown passes to running backs 12 times. That tied... An all-time National Football League record that has stood since 1963 with Y.A. Tittle. All right? That's That's crazy. That is huge. That may be one of my more favorite stats. Then you get Nick Bolton, okay, who sets an all-time Kansas City Chiefs single-season record with 180 tackles. You get a defense with 55 sacks, second in the National Football League, and second in Kansas City Chiefs history. Tomba Holly's here tonight. We're going to have Tomba on the show a little bit later. But when you get a defense that does that and gets six sacks against the Raiders and you get two takeaways, you're able to put the hammer down, baby. See how this works? Yeah, put the hammer down. My band conductor's over here. It's not a four count. It's just a two count, dude. Go with it. And, 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 and. This is easily overlooked. Tommy Townsend obliterated the single season records this year for the Kansas. Think about the punters we have had. Gerald Wilson, Dustin Colquitt, Louis Aguiar, and some of the best punters in NFL history. Tommy Townsend blows away the records this year in both gross and net punting. That is huge. So, uh, a lot to celebrate tonight and getting that one seed, and we'll let the rest of the AFC just kind of duke it out here uh, for a weekend, and then we'll see what happens after the smoke clears and see who we have to play for the divisional playoff game at GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. We also had a moment tonight, and we want to give a shout-out to the folks are watching us uh, via electronically in Phoenix, Arizona tonight. The folks in Maine, too, are with us, maybe South Dakota, but Arizona's always here every week saying hi to them. Uh, that are watching us on uh, direct messaging us. We also had tonight a Kingdom First, the Chiefs Kingdom First, where the Arctic snurk, Snurkle, the Arctic Circle, the Arctic Circle Snow Globe huddle was done by the Geeks and the Redcoaters and Tom Mahali before the show. We will put it on video and get it done again. <laughs> Cindy Lou who said, you're going to crack up before the show. I said, you're right. I'm cracking up. That was 
pretty crazy. Okay, we're here at Hy-Vee. John Lewis is phenomenal here at this Shawnee Hy-Vee. The remodel has been great. Hey, 31 points. Remember, you can shop Hy-Vee the day after a game. Now we're two days after it, but day after a game, you get a fuel saver discount equal to the Chiefs' score. Uh, this week, or when we played the divisional playoff game, that should be on 50. Anyway, if whatever the Chiefs score, uh, you can save that total for uh, per gallon with every that total of purchase. Meaning the Chiefs get 42 points, you save 42 cents a gallon within 42 with any 42 dollar purchase. Plus, it's time for the playoffs, right? Time for the postseason. It's time to get going. Nobody gets you ready for a tailgate or a home gate or any gate any night than High V. And check out what they do. I don't know if, John, if you've got them here. I think you do. But this Kingdom Bundle uh, is fantastic. Uh, we do it in our family. You get burgers, brats, wings for a special price. And that is this uh, Chiefs Kingdom Bundle. So check it out at your favorite high uh meat department. All right, big show tonight going on. Mentioned fake Andy Reid is here tonight. Sellout crowd. we got people here from all over the planet that are joining us tonight. But after I talk to Andy Reid here after the break, we will have Tom Bahali, the magnificent and fantastic Tom Bahali. And there's a lot to talk about with old number 91 when we come back. But I'll be back with head coach Andy Reid after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Mahomes, McKinnon, station to his right. Three tight ends, all tight triangle left side. Mahomes looks that way. Now moves to his left, holds the ball, holds it. Now he's going to shovel it late. He's got McKinnon. Touchdown, Kansas City on a basketball shovel pass. Straight ahead to the amazing Jarek McKinnon. And now Mahomes ties an NFL record. Since 1963, the most passes combined to tight ends and running backs, and the Chiefs get a touchdown on their first drive of the game. Welcome back, everybody, to the Hy-Vee in Shawnee. We're going to have Tom Bahali as our guest tonight as the Chiefs get the one seed, uh, getting ready for the AFC playoffs. And with us is the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, Andy Reid. First of all, Coach, congratulations on getting the one seed and a bye and just what that means for this team and your staff. Yeah, thanks, Mitch. Um, it, it's uh, it gives you a few days to to rest up. I guess you'd say mentally and physically, but most of all, just step back and get your body healed up a little bit. And then uh, we we were able to have a team meeting this morning. We'll we'll give the guys a few days off here, and then get back and get busy uh, with a couple practices this week, and and then um, then we'll hit next week once we find out who we play. So, uh, but it, it's a good time to. Uh, get yourself some rest. I've said I'm really proud of this team because they've handled it, for lack of a better term. Everything that's been put in front of them, they've handled it. Last week was a truncated week. Of course, the situation with DeMar Hamlin at the beginning, but the game got moved up at the end. How big was it and how big is it that these guys just seem to handle what's in front of them? Yeah, well, first of all, it's, it's great to see DeMar making the progress he is. He um, what a tribute the, the league did to him. And, you know, he, he's earned that right by being just a good dude. <laughs> so he's been, been a great person and great in the community in Buffalo. So, um, and then for the guys to handle all of that around the league, I thought was special. Um, you know, you saw a lot of teams uh, where they involved prayer into the, into uh, the equation. And uh, that's a, that's a great thing to see there too. So, um, 
you know, but all in all, listen, I, I was proud of how the league went about their business and, and uh, how the players handled themselves and, and then how well everybody played. It was quite a, quite a weekend for, for the national football league and, and the sport. And our guys in specific, they've been asked to play at all times, all days here, there road trips, short weeks, long weeks, but th- this group just seems unusual to me in the fact that they just kind of take care of their business. It's right there in front of them. Yeah, well, we've got we've got good leadership um, in that locker room, and that, that's so important at this time. Uh, uh, you know, in the National Football League, you, you've got to have that. <clears throat> Not that it wasn't before, but it, it surely is now. I know. Um, so. And then your coaching staff being good teachers, I think, is also important. And and so that combination, you normally have success and work through tough times or weird schedules or whatever it might be. You know, you normally can kind of pound through those and and uh, come out on the on a, on the good end of things. Coach, just how big was it the fact that you had all three phases clicking in this game and to take that into the bye weekend, the playoffs? Yeah. So I. Um, I, I thought it was great. I, I thought the the, the way um, the players handled themselves, I think, was tremendous. Uh, going going forward, I, um, I I think just all three phases working together, um, you know, be supporting each other. I, I, if you had a chance, which I know you do, to see the locker room after the game, um, it, it was the guys were extremely happy to be in that position uh, that they were in at the same time, you know, when they were talking, they were talking about, we've got more, uh, another game here. So we've got to keep ourselves uh, in line here and ready to go and make sure we work hard to get ourselves where we want to go. So um, that, that part wasn't lost in there as excited as they were. Um, and so listen, I, I, I think we needed that. We hadn't really put, uh, uh, you know, at least the last few games, we hadn't put all three phases together, uh, and it was good to get everybody pulling in the same direction. I don't know if you remember this. It was a camp, I think, in 19. You go, hey, get ready. We might run a single wing play from the 1948 Rose Bowl. And then you ran it in the Super Bowl. Okay. The Arctic Circle with the re- <laughs> the reindeer package. Uh, what about that and the creativity and kind of fun the nfl's having fun with it this week at least uh, some of the folks in the nfl are having fun with it yeah you know listen we we, we did it for a reason too i mean uh, as crazy as it was but we were going into an odd formation and didn't want to give them a lot of time to make an adjustment so um we threw a little distraction on it with the circling part and and then got up and snapped it quickly i uh, it wasn't to spite uh, or embarrass anybody or that. So that's not – it was really to try to score a touchdown, which we we didn't get done. We did, but we didn't. So, um, you know, but we uh, all the players get involved in that stuff. So they, they, they love uh, coming up with things, and the coaches love coming up with things. And so that's really how it started. And – um, everybody had a little piece of that and, and they don't claim it. They just kind of say, Hey, we got something for you, <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> and, uh, and then if we like it, we, we do it. And how many times do you have to say, well, you know what? We might wait on that one. Yeah. Not very often, not very often. They're, they're pretty, uh, pretty good with how they, 
how they pick them. And, you know, they, they know I'll try about anything, Doug. So, I mean, we within, within the realm of things. Hey, you ran a 1948 single wing play in the Super Bowl. Uh, so that's, that's pretty awesome. Defensively here, though, to get six sacks, two takeaways, and then specifically the play of your safeties in this game uh, against the Raiders and what that does to propel you into this bye week in the playoffs. Yeah, so listen, the, the play of the safeties was great. They, they, they don't get a lot of credit. And so uh, for them to come up with a game like they had where they're challenged in the middle of the field, they challenged the, the corner routes, they – all the things that they were responsible for challenging, they, they were on top of their game. And they did it with some intensity. I mean, there, there, was, some, uh, there was great tackling and, and uh, um, you know, just uh, aggressive on the ball where they were breaking up plays. I, I, thought it was, I thought it was great, great the way they worked. One final question. It's kind of a global NFL question, but I was watching the Lions and Packers last night. They're interviewing Dan Campbell. They said, you can't go now. You're not going to make it. He goes, but I don't want them to go either. What the league has done in its competitiveness, especially in week 18, because no teams tank. They just go after it, even if they're not in the playoff realm. Yeah, so uh, it's tribute to the National Football League. They wanted parity amongst the teams. They wanted the season to come down to the end. They didn't want teams necessarily uh, sitting all their guys. They wanted the, the fans to have uh, the opportunity to see the players play. And they, they got that for the most part. Um, and the competition going into yesterday was unbelievable for the playoffs. It, there was a, quite a little bit of drama and, and uh, uh, the, the storyline for, for the fans, I, I think is, is, is awesome. I, I, you know, you watch just down the last game of Green Bay, and then they show people up in Seattle and and the emotion and, and the want to for their teams to be in the playoffs was, was crazy. Well, thanks for being with us tonight, Coach, and uh, hope you get a chance to maybe get a little break yourself, but uh, we'll attack these playoffs. Thank you, sir. All right, thank you, Mitch. Hi, those redheads out there. They're out here. We'll be back. Head, uh, t- thank you, head coach Andy Reid. We'll be back with Tom Bahali. We're at the Hy-Vee and Shawnee tonight. We'll be back after this. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Ronald Jones the second is in the backfield. They had McKinnon there. He goes in motion to a tight wing right. Ronald Jones the second. Blast behind left guard. Touchdown, Kansas City. The secret weapon. We've just been waiting to use him. And Ronald Jones Jr., the five-year veteran, gets his 19th rushing touchdown of his career. Welcome back. And his first as a Kansas City Chiefs running back. Welcome back to our show tonight. Sellout crowd. Awesome crowd tonight. We are packed to the gills thanks to John. Big John, the Oklahoma State Cowboy, runs this joint. He's got it set up, and we are rolling tonight, getting ready for the playoffs. We're at the High V at Shawnee Mission Parkway and Flum, home game for Queen Esther. Uh, so uh, a lot of you here from the Shawnee area joining us for the first time, but we got people here from everywhere. From Harlem, New York, Clarence Baker is in tonight. Uh, we have... Uh, a gal that's here from Monterey, Mexico that came up. She's visiting and she's here tonight. And of course, our folks joining us uh, from Arizona. And we've already celebrated uh, the Globe Arctic Circle play with the Geeks uh, <laughs> and the uh, Red Coaters. But anyway, we have got an uh, awesome show for you. By the way, here uh, at High V, the best place to get set up for the playoffs in every day of your week here at High V or your local High V. 
So uh, this Kingdom Bundle, I just love it. We've loved it. Four burgers, four chops, four brats, four chicken breasts, all just 30 bucks, And you can score a 10-cent fuel saver with each Kingdom Bundle purchased. All right. It is now my very distinct pleasure to introduce to you one of my favorite all-time Chiefs players, your favorite as well, 12 seasons in the NFL, all with the Kansas City Chiefs. That didn't happen much. Five-time Pro Bowler, 89 and a half sacks, second in team history, 33 forced fumbles, and 16 passes defense. That is huge. And speaking of huge, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome number 91, Tom Bahali. Mitch. Thanks for having me, Mitch. You're, you're crazy. <laughs> it is so awesome to have you here tonight. And we thought we're going to open up our playoff shows with Tomba. Why not? One of the most impactful players in Kansas City Chiefs history. But uh, I'm just – your thoughts on what this current team has done and how proud you are of these guys. Well, I mean, you started the season with losing Tariq Hill. And uh, everybody thought, you know, that was a terrible decision. And so far we're looking at uh, one of the best teams uh, to ever play for the franchise. And Patrick Mahomes is just, you know, playing phenomenal. He just takes everything on and goes out there and just does his best. But, you know, it's it's one of those things you're looking at. You know, they're a great team. And uh, when we were on the, uh, talking the other day with Sean, and I said, well, they should just come out and just dominate the game just going into the playoff. And that's what they did. And so they dominated, right? And if you're going to dominate, what better team to do it against than the Raiders uh, and to dominate those guys. But now you played defense, but what was – kind of heartwarming and exciting getting ready for the playoffs was maybe as much as any of the games this year of the 17 games, this was offense, defense, and special teams. I just asked Coach about it, all working together. What does it mean when you get a team that's doing that and all the stars get aligned and move in the same way? Well, it's happening at the right time. Um, all year you're complaining about how the defense is playing or um, at this time I, all the players have figured it out and they're playing at, you know, as one unit. And um, that happening now, it's going into the playoff, it's, only, it's, a, it's a positive thing for the team. Yeah. I want to ask you, too, Coach Reed, you played 12 years with the Kansas City Chiefs. Your first seven were without Coach, but you got five with him. In fact, when I was done with Coach today, with a twinkle in his eye, so we're done and he's got to move on because every second's accounted for. With a twinkle in his eye, he said, make sure you tell Tomba hello. He cares about you, and I could see it with the look in his eye. The five years you played with Coach Andy Reid, and then you saw the transformation because yeah. we weren't good. We were 2-14, and 14, and you and I were both languishing in it, and then a 9-0 and start the next year, his first year. Mm-hmm. What about Coach Reid and his influence as a coach and as a person? It's the culture. Um, coach came in and just changed our culture, and he's very lenient with everything. Uh, he wants guys that wants to play the play the game um and uh, his rules are little you know be on time do your job um but it's the culture he came in and just changed our culture we went from like you said two and 14 to winning nine games straight um scoring like 66 touchdowns on defense six seven touchdowns on defense um 
but just the culture and him as a person and you, you can talk to him about anything anything you're going through you can talk to Andy about and you know it's just different with him I say the most amazing aspect of him is his ability to get the human spirit like he can you talk about talking to him I don't care what your background is as you might be a Liberian uh, native that comes to the states and plays football mm-hmm. but because of his background and his interest he seems to relate to everyone, and I think that's maybe his greatest trait. Yeah, Andy is very open to everyone. It doesn't matter what your, you know, races, your religion, your sex. Uh, he's, I mean, he has different, different guys. I mean, one year we, his assistant uh, was a one-armed guy, you know, and yeah. he had a guy that just, you know, he gave him an opportunity. Uh, another year I seen him with an uh, African-American uh, assistant. So Andy is just, he's a phenomenal person, and he really gets along, and communication is big to him. Um, but for me, I mean, he took to me um, while I was there. Uh, he would talk to me about what, what he's doing with the team. He would let me know. He'd say, Tamba, we're going to get rid of this guy. You know, so he's that personal with the, the, the players, and he believes in you, um, and he expects you to, to do well and, and do the job that you're supposed to do when you're on his team. Um, he holds everyone accountable. Um, yeah, I can say a lot about Andy. Andy did something for me that, I, you know, at the time, I guess I, I didn't appreciate because I always wanted to play. But looking back, Andy gave me a chance to play with my children. Um, I always wanted to play. And if, if I would have played, I may, I may have destroyed my body even worse. Andy gave me that chance to at least realize later on, looking back, like, wow, he was saving me from destroying my body. And he knows the game. He's been in it long. Um, so, yeah, I mean, hats off to Coach. I look back and, and think about how much I hurt today and if it wasn't for Coach. Uh, the, and very few worked harder than you did to prepare to play or to prepare to practice. Your jujitsu uh, became famous. Uh, I just watched you day by day thinking, I, mean, I got tired just watching you before we even practiced. But Coach has been interesting in the fact that he, he'll push guys, mm-hmm. but then he seems to know exactly when to back off. And like today, uh, he's, he's wanting these guys to get away emotionally and mentally for the younger guys, for the older guys, a guy like Travis Kelsey. He knows he needs time to re- get his body refreshed, mm-hmm. but he seems to have that knack. He saw how hard you work, but he also – wanted to um, make sure you were ready to go and make sure you rested when you needed to rest. Yeah, he does a great job <clears throat> rotating guys um, in and out, but he has a bigger plan um, to begin with. It's not like I'm used to being on the field all the time, and Andy's like, ah, that's an anomaly. We need you when we need you. You know, we don't need you to go out and score and try to get all your sacks, you know, for you. We need you when we need you when it counts. And that's how he, he works with the team. Some guys are good. They're just waiting, and they're practicing, getting along. And then before you know, he activates certain characters, and they come out of nowhere. You know, we got some of them right now. I mean, Isaiah Pacheco comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Who is this guy? Let's get into the defense, talk about some guys coming out of nowhere. But this defense finished the league second in the National Football League with 55 sacks. That is huge. Okay, let's jump into these guys. I'm intrigued by George Karloftis. George Karloftis, I looked at your rookie year. You had eight sacks as a rookie. You were a first-round pick. He was a first-round pick. You played in the Big Ten. He played in the Big Ten. George has six. He finished the regular season with six sacks. 
You had an interception you didn't get. Uh, you had four passes defensed. He had seven. I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, but you combined the two of you for 13 uh, tackles for losses, forced fumbles. You affected the game in so many ways other than sacks. What are you seeing in George Karloftis? And am I far off in saying, hey, you two had kind of parallel rookie years? Well, we come from the Big Ten, so we're playing, <laughs> we're playing good competition. Um, he's only going to get better. Um, it's hard when you come in as a rookie after playing such a long season and then you come into the NFL and then you have to perform with all this pressure. I, you know, kudos to him. You said in the last five games he's, he's dominated. So I only think he's going to get better. Can't compare him to me because he's going to be better. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole different team. My team wasn't as good as his team. <laughs> but he's, he's a way better player. He has a motor. Um, yeah, I just think, you know, looking in the future, he's just going to have to become a student of the game, work at it. And uh, Big Ten players, they come and perform. He, he definitely would do that. So when you get a rookie that plays like that, that much energy, that much of a motor, much like Tamba did his entire brilliant 12-year career, you were able to do something, right? Now, do you want the, the, this golden hammer, which was found in Monrovia, or do you want the big, gigantic Tamba hammer? I, I like the red one, the red one. All right. You get the rookie doing that, and the way Tamba did it, you're able to put the hammer down. Baby, again, great crowd. Fake Andy Reid puts the hammer down. Uh, we have the best midwife in the Chiefs Kingdom is here tonight. The, my brother's here that manages Fat Brain Toys. If you need a baby delivered and you need Fat Brain Toys, the Chiefs Kingdom is show. We're a one-shop. We're a one-stop shop. Uh, just saying. Uh, Chris Jones. Chris Jones, the best. He was the best interior defender this year in the National Football League. Love Aaron Donald. It wasn't Aaron Donald. Okay, uh, it was Chris Jones. What did you see in Chris this year Chris so far? He's becoming a man. He's going out there and dominating when he has to. Um, it's not like our position where, you know, you just got to have a motor, but Chris is just a beast. He get off the ball and just move people in front of him. Um, and, I mean, I, don't, I can say so much about the guys, but. But what does he do? We talk about Karloftis and, and Dunlap, and we can go to the other. Mike Danis had a really good year. I uh, don't want to leave anybody out. Frank Clark, Frank the shark, Clark. right? He got hurt. But what does a guy like Chris do for everybody else uh, in this defense? Well, he's, he's definitely going to command two blockers, at least two guys to block him. You, need to, you can't block Chris one-on-one, -on -one, so you need at least two, two people blocking Chris. And that's going to free up other guys on the defense to make plays. So, I mean, that's what Chris do. Well, he, he's, it's been underrated, actually, what he has done. The other thing I want to bring up tonight, and this is one of my favorite stats of this team, and it's underrated, are passes defense by players who are not defensive backs. We have 33 of them. Carlos Dunlap has eight. Carlotas has – Chris has four. Why do I say that? If you go back and watch a game, that it, it, record a game and watch it, and you see a pass deflected at the line of scrimmage – Look at what the play probably was going to be. It's probably going to be a 20-plus yard pass play. This defensive front has 33 of them. What about using your hands, talking about influence a game, not just getting sacks, but altering a pass, particularly when the ball's coming out now from these quarterbacks in two and a half seconds or less? Well, that's the part that uh, as defensive linemen, you know, we get frustrated throughout the game. We're rushing, rushing, can't get there. So, you know, you kind of switch it up. Um, 
now we start kind of playing like defensive backs. You know, we're getting off the ball, but our hands are ready. Kind of knowing when the ball is going to come out. We, kind, we watch film. So we're going to put our hands up, and these guys are doing a better job. Well, that's great. And how much, how much does your video review help you? And, and working against guys who are going to block you, right? I mean, how much did you watch guys? I'm going to be across from Weird Wolf this week. So how am I, why am I going to handle Ralph the Red Coater? Like, I've got Ralph the Red Coater right across, and he does this and this. How, how big is that for you? Film study was huge. I watched a lot of, lot of film. Huge. 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 Um, you're playing against professionals. They know what they're doing. So you have to try to find a little edge. And film study is where, you know, some of us just – excelled at you know looking at the the center you know when he's ready to snap the ball he does this so we can get off the ball or the quarterback his foot comes off the you know comes off when he's about to get the ball so we can get off so little cues like that two seconds we know these passes are coming out quick so we know we're not gonna bull rush this guy we're gonna kind of hands up and our guys are doing well so that much of a nuance if you saw just a little trend in a player could give you that much of an edge Yes, yeah. The running game, looking at this, uh, the, the tackle. If they're running away, the tackle gets a little tighter to the guard so he can get down. All those little things, you know, we study just so we can get an edge because the guys are good. You know, you're not going to play against NFL players that's not good. You know, these guys are all good. So our team has honed into the coaches, and they're doing a great job. Getting ready for the playoffs, and you always hear this, this uh, cliche, but I, I, it's true. You have preseason speed. You got to get ready to play training camp, preseason games. Andy Reid does the best of it. I mean, we just we're so prepared. Then there's the regular season, which is a marathon, and then there's the playoffs. Tell us about the different levels of intensity and in that postseason intensity. Um, I didn't play a lot of postseason games, but the little ones that I got to play in, uh, it's. It's just it's a high intensity game. Everyone is is like jacked up. We're out here and and it's like the first let's say like the first five minutes of this game. It's it's like we got an issue. We got issue with each other. You know we're chippy. Everything is we're on the edge. It takes a little you know couple more plays for us to calm down and settle in and start to play the game. But the guys are good. You know the game is fast. Everything is gonna happen fast in the playoff and you cannot blink. It happens just fast. Tom Bahali, I waited. How long did we wait there? From uh, We celebrated the night, uh, but we won in Houston and won the first playoff game this franchise had won in 22 seasons. And, dude, I'm telling you, that was big, and you got that game. You and DJ and a bunch of guys that I appreciate. Shout out, shout out to DJ. How about DJ? How about DJ? DJ. But here's how – so let me, I'm going to ask you about Nick Bolton gets 180 tackles. That's huge. Who's one of the first guys – that is huge. huge. One of the first guys to go on social media to congratulate him was Derek Johnson. Some guys it's, – it's strange. You, you have made – we're going to get into this after the break. The adjustment you make once you've done playing. But it's also something of like, gosh, I don't know if I, I want this guy to be really good because he'll take my place. DJ was the first to congratulate him. I said, what a classy move by DJ. What yeah. about Derek Johnson playing with that guy your career? Uh, one of the best guys you can ever be around is Derek Johnson. Um, that was like my best friend on the team. I, I, I really didn't have a lot of guys uh, I hung out with, but Derek Johnson and, and Houston, but just DJ. I mean, we just bought into the system, and we always worked hard, and 
I remember one year Todd Healy bench DJ. Can you imagine that? No, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving me PTSD right now. I'm like, <laughs> but, um, you know, and DJ, class act, he just went about it all the right ways and came back out and, and had, you know, that's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Just, yeah, that's a Hall of Famer. You know, he didn't say a word about that. He didn't complain. He didn't gripe. No, I might have under my breath. He played him on kickoff coverage. That was it. That was it. He pulls it up. I was like, what are we doing here? Yeah. yeah. DJ. I used to be so upset why DJ wasn't on the field that year. I, oh, my ah. gosh. I was, you were looking around like, where's DJ? Yeah, that kind of bring everything back there. Hey, I'm broadcasting this game going, where's DJ? Like, you know, so I was thinking the same thing. Uh, Funny me when Jamal Charles was inactive one game during that time. And he's in the booth. He's behind me. I go, what are you doing here? He goes, I'm inactive. I go, are you hurt? He goes, I'm not hurt. I go, you're inactive and you're not hurt. I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of crazy stuff. Thanks for bringing that up. Appreciate <laughs> it. Okay. Anyway, the amazing Tom Bahali is with us tonight in front of our sellout crowd here tonight uh, at the Hy-Vee in Shawnee. When we come back, though, as a football player, he was phenomenal. As a person, even better, and he's doing terrific things. We come back, we'll have more from Tom Bahali after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now, back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. 14-3 Kansas City, 53 seconds left in the half. Under centers, Mahomes, they come on a jet sweep to Tony. At the 10 on the angle, breaks a tackle inside the five, near front, pylon, touchdown! Kansas City, it just took one more play, and the Chiefs run a jet sweep to KT, and Canarius Tony with the touchdown, and the Chiefs lead 20 to three at 47 seconds to go, first half. We're back. That actually was the play after the Arctic Circle play, or the snow globe play that was so aptly performed by the uh, Red Coders and the Geeks before the show. Uh, but we got a holding call on that one. So what do we do the next play? We run a jet sweep. Oh, touchdown, Kansas City uh, to Kadarius Tony. So he's got his touchdown. We got the play, and uh, everything's all good. I do want to mention uh, that uh, Shotgun Jackson has been our studio engineer all year long. Now we're going to the playoffs, and Shotgun's phenomenal. He's a Kansas City legend. And then Nick Price is running our – this is the largest network in the National Football League, for those of you out listening, uh, in the vast expanse of the Chiefs Kingdom, which is global now, uh, including Liberia. Uh, but Nick Price right. uh, is the uh, studio engineer, and we want to thank him as well. And I wasn't kidding. We had the best midwife in the Chiefs Kingdom here just a little bit ago. I don't know if she's still here, but if you need a baby delivered tonight, uh, she's available, I think. So uh, we'll see how this goes. But uh, truthfully, great to have everybody out here tonight. And again, our special guest tonight here at the Hy-Vee in Shawnee, Tom Bahali. So, Tom Bahali was not only, uh, still is, one of my favorite Chiefs players of all time, but he's one of the more fascinating. Uh, we know, most of you know the story. He had to survive the Liberian Civil War, and his, uh, his, he had some heroes in his life that were able to get him there. But we're going to go to what you did as you were playing because I thought as a player, you prepared yourself for after you played as good as anyone I'd been around. Somehow you had a broad spectrum and a perspective on life that was very healthy. Where did that come from? Was that your mom? Or was that your background? Or how did you prepare yourself while you were playing for when you were done playing? Um, you're talking about music. 
uh, music, all kinds of stuff here going on. Let's let's talk about music. Okay, okay. Because that was that's been a part of your career. Um, so yeah, I grew up in a church um, in Liberia. My mom is a minister. My stepdad's a minister. When we got to this country, so I played the drums, the bongo, in in church, and I sang in a choir. Uh, but when we got to the country, I pretty much played football, you know, dabble with music a little bit, and hip hop was huge in in uh, New Jersey. Uh, Biggie, you guys heard of Biggie and Jay Z, and so yeah, I was listening to those characters, and I, I really took to it. I couldn't read and write, and when I started, it's all about rhyme. So that's where I got hooked on uh, music um, over time. And um, as I played football, I wasn't the biggest and I wasn't the fastest or the strongest. So I had to get an, another edge. I picked up uh, jujitsu. It's a martial art. Um, teaches you survival. Jujitsu means survival. And that's what I picked up. And I'm a, right now I'm a brown belt. And I practice every morning with my instructor in my house. Uh, every six, morning, six a.m. Yeah, every morning. Every mo- weekends, we take the weekends off. Okay, um, so five days. <laughs> <laughs> these are hard workouts. I've seen him do these. Like it'll wear you out just watching it. So that's how I stay uh, keep my health. But that helped me play uh, uh, football, um, condition wise, mentally, um, leverage, uh, just knowing how to beat people from a technical standpoint. Jiu-jitsu helped me, so I, I continue to practice it. Um, music, I love. I just, I will continue to do music and learn music and evolve in it. So that's what I, I do on my uh, daily. Apart from that, being getting in the community a little bit more, um, I'm, I'm like an introvert. I like to be inside, away from everyone. Um, but some people have taken to me. Her name is Ruth Biggis. Uh, maybe you've heard of her. She's a in a Jewish community. She just kept bugging me. You got to come out. We got to have coffee. Finally, we had coffee. She got me down to the chambers meeting. Um, I met a lady named Amy. Amy brought me in. She's in government. Now Amy wants me to be coming into the meetings and listening to what's going on, understanding how the world works. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy because I, I don't know how this thing works, you know. This is beautiful in America. I don't know how it works. <laughs> Have you met Queen Esther? She's also very, uh, she's here tonight uh, with her entourage, the Armenians, the guard. Uh, but you've also worked with, I know literacy is something that is really on your heart. And you're starting to get uh, that role a little bit. Yeah. So I wanted to go back home when I was done playing. My whole thing was, oh, okay, I'm good. I, you know, I've been in the tunnel. I came to this country because of war. I finally get a chance now. What do I want to do? I want to go back to Liberia. And I want to help there. But it, it wasn't going to happen. I have a wife. I have th- five kids. So I got to be here. Um, now I want to learn how to run a school, uh, learn how uh, the whole nonprofit world works, how to raise money, and, uh, and then carry out the work that you say you have. Um, I want to learn it. And there's a lady named Jillian, Literacy KC. Literacy KC, pretty much there are immigrants coming into the, the country and they don't know how to read. They don't know how to write. They don't, you know, they don't know what they're gonna do. They get in trouble with the police. These, these, this nonprofit set it up where they're taking in these immigrants and basically teaching them the skills that you need just to at least get on the ground and get a job and and, and have financial freedom a little bit. Um, and they're doing that. And my background was I got to this country. I couldn't read and write, and I thought it would be a great idea to kind of merge with them. And, uh, you know, and share my story on 
you know, you can be successful regardless if you start late or, you know, wherever you are as an immigrant, you can have success in this country. And that's what I've been doing. You're something else, man. You are something else. Uh, and fantastic to see where this will go. Is there any chance to visit Liberia and help? Uh, I know the country's come a long way, has it not, since you were there? I mean, yes. Is there a chance as a conduit there to be just to visit maybe uh, and have some impact there? Yeah, I, I was taking visits. I was going back. I bought land. I wanted to start building. Um, but it's third world. And if you're going to do anything, you have, you have to do it yourself. You have mm -hmm. to be on the ground. Uh, you can't really just trust that people are going to do right. This country is built on integrity, but that's not how the world is built. And mm -hmm. so I'm not going to waste people money who put it in and say, I sent it to this guy. He did whatever he want. Mm -hmm. The day will come if it's in me, I will have to bring it out and it'll work. Well, it's uh, fantastic. And, and going to be awesome when you get your black belt you're a year away yeah I'm, I'm about a year away i'm about a year away i'm right now training for black belt um i got i got about what four masters about four people like that's on a black belt level that really come in and, and work me um okay you want to challenge you've always loved to challenge you have ever since i knew you so this is the 9th of january we got a sellout crowd here we've got over 100 people here wedged in here at the – how about one year from tonight? You want to you go? Oh, you want to go? You want me to go in? I want you – like no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, well, we don't have to do this. I'm putting you on the spot. But let's do this. We'll get an update. A year from now, getting ready for the playoffs after we win the one seat again, we'll bring you back and get an update on where, how close you are on getting your black belt in jiu-jitsu. That's fair. We up for it? That, I'm up for it. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, a phenomenal player in person, Tom Bahali, our guest tonight. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. Appreciate you so much. We'll be back to wrap things up, including an announcement on next week's show. After this, you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Welcome back. What a phenomenal show tonight. Thanks to all of you. And all of your spirit getting red and real and rowdy. Uh, we even have our hairdressers. Got the crazy hair going on. It's awesome. Uh, but it, how about Tom Bahali? Fantastic. What a guest. Okay, here's how it's going to work during the playoffs. We're, we're rolling here. We're going to be going. And next Monday night, we will be at the Hy-Vee in Overland Park at 95th and Antioch. You've been there many times. It's a big venue. All of you have asked, those of you listening, and a lot of you, all of you here have asked, hey, can I be in the radio booth? You will all get that chance next week. Our entire radio crew will be on the show. We'll have Dana Hughes and Dan Israel and Josh Klingler. So we're going to play like we're doing play-by-play. -play. We will know our opponent, right? Uh, but you all got to get ready in the Chiefs' kingdom to put the hammer down. You're all in charge of scouting. Uh, we have four potential opponents. Your job all weekend is to scout and figure out, once we figure out who we're going to play, bring me your keys to winning when we come next week. We'll be at Overland Park at 95th and Antioch, and again, we'll be having shows all throughout the playoffs. Thanks to Tomba. Thanks to this incredible football team for an awesome regular season. Now it's time, as Tomba said, to get ready for playoff speed and get ready for the postseason. Your Chiefs are the one seed in the AFC. It's time to attack the playoffs. Thanks to Shotgun Jackson. Thanks to Nick Price. Thanks to Tom Bahali. 
Let's go, Chiefs Kingdom. Thanks for joining us tonight on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. You've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is bad boy country. Mow with an attitude. And by Hy-V. The world's best tailgating begins at Hy-V. Proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey, this is Chiefs sideline reporter Josh Klingler. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show. As a reminder, you can hear Mitch Holtis with us on Festival of the Morning every Friday morning at 7.30, leading into the game that weekend. And don't miss color analyst Keenan Hughes every Tuesday morning at 8.30. Tune in for exclusive one-on-one Chiefs interviews throughout the season on the Odyssey app and your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Thank you for listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger. This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 